It's a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. <laughs> you sure about this? Yeah, no, no, I think it'll be fun. We'll see. I mean, we'll see if we get anything. All right. And we'll see if Jamie manages to stay down. Oh, yeah. Well, that's therein lies the rub. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Students and scholars, friends and relations. My name is Phil. And my name is Mike. And we are the Brothers Dim. And we are here to talk about the crazy stories that the (laughs) Brothers Grimm wrote down in the early 1800s from, uh, oh, all sorts of people. They heard these stories from uh, people around their town and the surrounding towns and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Okay. Yep. Getting ready, getting ready to go to Kansas City at the end of the week. Okay. So, For work or just just to go? No, to it's a long story. Um, but it's destination imagination global finals because my kids okay. are amazing. Okay. Is it Kansas City, Missouri or Kansas City, Kansas? Kansas City, Missouri. But I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna see if I can step over the border into Kansas just to say that I've been there. There you go. I hear one one side. You know, um, we're not even going to say which one it is. You know which one you are. I hear one side's kind of a shithole. <laughs> That's what I have heard as well. <laughs> I will let you know. Um, I'm doing okay, although I am sick, as we have uh, discussed. Jamie came home coughing, and then he got sent home from daycare today, which means he can't go to daycare tomorrow because he got sent home with a fever, which <laughs> sucks, which means that I also can't just sleep all day tomorrow. But uh, but that's okay. I went to the urgent care today to get tested for strep, COVID, and the flu, and I have none of those things. I just, I guess, have a bad case of kennel cough the kid gave me, or whatever he got from daycare. But I will say this. I am excited. There we go. I'm looking that's... down at, at my Arcade 1-Up Legacy Edition arcade cabinet which i haven't set up yet but is going to get set up in my my office soon sweet 14 games including mortal kombat 1 through 3 plus ultimate mortal kombat 3 tubin rampage joust the wizard of war gauntlet root beer tapper which is one of my favorite games uh defender which is fantastic paperboy and clax then also something called uh bubbles so it's like a, a pretty pretty good little little thing i was a yeah it was one of the two it was funny i went i looked at it and i was i wanted to buy it and it was uh five hundred dollars and it's the first time i really was like i should go ask amanda she's gonna say yes because it's my money yeah <laughs> but it's i was like i think 500 might be the line yeah yeah i feel like that's probably reasonable of like asking as opposed to just letting, you know, cause I mean, I'll, I'll tell her if I, I, I tell her everything literally, but uh, if I spend 25 cents on a cupcake or something else, like, right, that's, that's a good deal. That, that you should tell me. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell did you get a cupcake for 25 cents? I don't think they make them for that cheap anymore. Um, okay. Anyway, anyway, today we're discussing story number nine, the 12 brothers. Mike, you have one brother. I have two, actually. Oh, you have two brothers? I do. I th- yeah, well, I only thought you had one. I, I guess maybe, I, well, I have to admit the you're both brothers because I've been to your wedding. Unless... One's, well, my, my other brother's older. Half-brother, yeah. technically. Well, he was at the wedding, though, right? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. he was. <clears throat> um, well, anyways, you don't have 12. 
this isn't some sort of quiverful situation and i don't have any brothers i have a a, i have a bunch of sisters (laughs) how many wait how many sisters do you have okay well okay i have michelle is my 100 percent sister then I've got Deirdre, who is my stepfather's stepdaughter. It's half-assed family. I'm not yeah. sure exactly what you'd call it, but um, one up, one step, over, carry yeah, one up, two, one, yeah. Yeah. double step sister. And then I've got two stepsister. My father remarried, so there's Katie and Chrissy, and those are my two other stepsisters. I think everyone Plus, should just be cousins after a certain certain point. I think it used to be like that. Like everybody was just a cousin. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Makes it a lot. It makes a lot more sense. But uh, okay. Anyways, story number nine: the twelve brothers. Uh, I'm gonna say the first thing that made me laugh. I mean, the, the first of all, this story is in a in a book full of bonkers stories. This this one is kind of it's so ADHD. It's all over the place. <laughs> it's just, it, but it moves, man. It jumps from like idea to idea to idea with nothing in between the first line that made me laugh was uh after the king decides he needs to kill his all 12 boys <laughs> he quote caused likewise 12 coffins to be made which were already filled with shavings and in each lay the little pillow for the dead i don't know why the <laughs> shavings made me laugh i was like whoa shit he's first of all i mean he's ready he's like dude what he's thought you know of what? Let's, let's just get let's just get the pillows too and the shavings. Yeah. Let's just, you know, he's having a grand old time. <laughs> old dad is, <laughs> this is, this is some serious stepmother shit. Ste- well, the stepmother comes in, in the thing, but this is the, one of the first times too, where the, the dad really right. just, just was the one. Yeah. This but is, I, this is dad being an evil stepmother. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Rather than just an evil dad or just but, like I mean, a sociopath dad. I and mean, we'll be we have sociopaths all over the place here. But, uh, but anyways, true. okay, here we go. <clears throat> the plot. Uh, once upon a time, there's a king and queen, and they have 12 sons. Uh, Queenie gets pregnant for the 13th time, presumably for the final time. And the king says, you know what? If you have a girl, I think uh, I think we should probably kill all the other kids. That way, the girl won't have to share. So uh, parenting is starting off strong in this one. King has all his coffins made, like we said, each with a little pillow and all the shavings. He got excited. Finally, the youngest son, uh, who has a name, it's Benjamin, sees mom has been a little blue lately, a little melancholy. So he says, mom, you know, what's going on, mom? And mom, queen, finally admits to the kid, the king's plan. There's a 50-50 shot that him and all his brothers are going to die and if this, if, this, if this new baby's a girl. This, by the way, brings us to our third paragraph. All of this has happened. <laughs> It moves fast. It does move it does. fast. Kids like though. Oh, okay. No worries. So, uh, no need to kill us though. We'll just we'll just book. We'll we'll get out of here. Mom's like, okay, well, cool. Uh, you do that, but then also go into the woods. Keep an eye on the castle. If I give birth to a boy, I'll put a white flag in the highest tower of the castle, and you can all come home. If it's a red flag, you'll know that a girl was born, and you'd get murdered if you came back. So don't come back. Sons go out to the forest. Lo and behold, a red flag appears. They lament a bit and decide, you know what? In revenge, we're going to kill every single girl that we ever find from here on out. But uh, that's fine. They go into the woods. They find a cabin, an enchanted cabin, uh, but it's nice cabin. So they move in. They say, okay, little brother, Benjamin, you're the youngest. So you're going to be our maid while we go out and hunt. We're all going to live in this castle. No, this uh, enchanted hut. Cut to 10 years later, uh, the youngest daughter, who's uh, very pretty and has a golden star on her forehead, finds 12 men's shirts 
and asks asks the queen what what these shirts are. Queen breaks down, tells her the whole story. Says, you know, your your dad wanted to kill them all just so you could have everything. Uh, so we sent him into the forest and the girl decides, okay, well, I'm going to go find him. And that, by the way, is the last time we hear about mom or dad. Dad hasn't been mentioned in a while. He made, he made his little coffins and then that's the last we hear of him. But okay. So the girl walks into the forest, walks around for a whole day before finding Benjamin. The books, the text says it's a young boy, but it's been like 10 years. So you figure you're muted, by the way, I think. There you go. Yeah, I know. Yep. Okay. Okay. Sorry. But that's okay. The, Just being quiet. That's fine. Uh, okay, so it's been 10 years, though. So figure he's got to be like 15, 17. The ages in this one are weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the uh, like the older brothers, fuck, if they're... Ele- I mean, that's they're getting... They're pushing 30 at this point. Yeah. I don't know if it's in, an enchanted house and they don't age, though, but regardless, she's 10. And... Maybe the first eight are octuplets. <laughs> Very common okay. back in 17th oh, yeah. century Germany. It's very, very common for, for, for that many babies to live ever, let alone before they had chicken soup and soap. This is back in the bloodletting and leeches phase. <laughs> the good but, old days. Uh, oh, yeah. I had a, if I had a leech and some, some bloodletting, I might not be sick right now. But um, anyways, so maybe they were in the bewitched hut that didn't let him age. But Benjamin instantly recognizes the girl as his sister, and they have a nice embrace and are delighted that they found each other, and they hug and they kiss, and isn't that a grand old time? But uh, the other brothers are going to come home. If they find a no-good girl, they're going to kill her. So Ben says, no problem, just hide, it'll be fine. Brothers come home, Ben says, hey, I know something important, but uh, I can't tell you. They're like, oh, come on, tell us, tell us, tell us. And he's like, well, okay. Uh, if I, I'll tell you what news I know, but if I do that, then you have to agree to not kill the next girl you see. They're like, okay, that's fine. So he's like, okay, great. Our sister's alive. She's out back. And uh, all the brothers and the sister are delighted. They all hug. They all uh, embrace and kiss. And uh, now they're all, they all live in the cabin. The youngest brother, who even 10 years later still is not allowed to hunt, him and the girl keep the house. She does not have a name, by the way. They keep house. It's all good. One day she makes a nice meal for everyone. And in the garden, she notices some lilies, goes out and picks them to make a nice decoration for dinner. But because it was an enchanted house, the moment she picked them, each of her brothers turned into a raven and uh, a witch shows up. Or if not a witch, an old woman, I think it says. But she says, you stupid girl. Didn't you know that the lilies were your brothers? Well, now they're ravens. So the girl's like, oh, dear, is there any way to save them? And the witch says, no. But then immediately uh. tells them, immediately tells her how he how she can save them. In order to do that, she has to not speak or laugh for seven years. And if she can do that, they'll be back to normal. But if she can't, they all die. Uh, so the girl sh- shuts her mouth, climbs a tree, starts spinning. Lo and behold, a random king shows up riding through the woods. Sees the hottest 10-year-old he's ever seen. Although <laughs> some... Yeah, some time may have passed, but anyway, the king's like, yeah, she'll do. I would I would 69 the hell out of that girl. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's 16. She might. She might. I mean, she at knows. some point, more time passes, which which I'll get to in a second. But he but she can't talk. He sort of indicates like, I'll get on my horse. Would you like to be married? And the girls kind of nods. So they get married. But I, I love that. Speak. That partial nod. Yeah. <laughs> for, for marriage. Yeah, yeah I guess that's fine. I, it, yeah. it happens a lot. It does. So like, yeah, a king will be riding around, see a hot piece of ass. Who cares about the age? That's just a number. <laughs> and then, uh, and and but like, you know, says, oh, let's get married. And the girl's like, yeah, okay. Just kind of nods. 
they get married but the king's mom keeps going to the king he's like look this girl's dumb she can't speak she won't laugh she's clearly evil she starts trash talking the girl until finally the king relents mom's like you know what we got to burn her at the stake the king's like yeah okay fine get it's the really the, the only clear solution yeah <laughs> with it it seems to happen a lot seems to like they, they it's like ah oh, we you know what just kill her she's kill a witch <laughs> but, uh, luckily for her right as the flames start licking at her toes the seven years passes and she can speak again so she does the brothers all swoop down turn back into humans save the sister and they all live happily ever after because uh the girl explained to the king why she couldn't talk king says oh that makes a lot of sense and uh and then they just straight up murder the king's mom (laughs) (laughs) for for suggesting that they burn her they murder by putting her in a barrel filled with snakes and boiling oil and she dies an evil death poor snakes i know right and what are the snakes are gonna do at that point like it's just it's like it's like at the they're at the iowa state fair (laughs) well you gotta try this new deep fried snake uh she dies an evil death Everyone else, though, is very happy. The end. <laughs> the end. So, uh, Phil. Yes. What's your moral here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying to know. I think, okay, the real one, I think, is sibling solidarity. And that's it. It's just like rely on your brothers and sisters, but not familial uh, solidarity. Right. Because the king's mom the, is terrible. The king's mom's uh she wants to murder everyone. The, her their dad. Oh, right. Yeah. And their mom and their mom went along with it. She's not a good mom either. That she just was like, oh, she abandoned her eleven kids in the woods. Or twelve <laughs> kids, the twelve brothers into the woods. Like no no parents are good in this. That's the only thing is that like I can think of is that maybe siblings. Like like trust your siblings. Yeah. But the, the next the last generation. <laughs> <laughs> the the fucking boomers. Are gonna do everything in their power to destroy the earth before you you guys can can fix it. <laughs> and Gen X has done nothing, even though we're I guess technically Xennials. We've talked, yeah, whatever, whatever we are. You might whatever. technically be Gen X. I you're a young, you're a young ass Gen X though. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm at the the tail end of that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, Arn Thompson type 451, the maiden who seeks her brothers. There's a bunch of them where they all turn into different animals. It's like the six swans, the 12 yeah, wild do you have, ducks. Do you have a swan one? Because I know this differently. I'm wondering if it's the same story type or not. I, speaking of us born books. Oh, yeah. Not, not that we were speaking of us born books, but I know this differently. Okay. A king, like the king remarries and the stepmom sends away the 12 brothers, like banishes okay. them. And while they're out there, I think she turns them into swans and they flee. And then the remaining daughter sews shirts out of nettles <laughs> and manages to like throw. Sh- I don't remember exactly the middle part, but in the end, she manages to like throw shirts over each of the brothers as they fly by and they turn back into their human forms and they all you know reunite and hug and kiss. And uh, the stepmother turns out to be a wicked evil witch. Sure. I tell I, good stories. I mean- well, this this one's the maiden who seeks her brothers, but there's there's a bunch of a, a large family of brothers or gets yeah. turned into a, a birds. <laughs> yeah, I think she couldn't speak either in that one. Do you have a, a moral uh, for this that you'd like to talk about, or is there anything else? You'd um, like to- I think a, 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 one of my one of my corollaries um, 
Okay. A theme that we keep seeing is silence equals consent. <laughs> if if you come across a young maiden who can't speak, you best marry her quick, especially yeah. if she gives you a barely perceptible nod. Right. But you know, I I like your your theme of of sibling sibling trust, sibling whatever. What'd you call it? Solidarity. Yeah. I'm on fire yeah. tonight. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And self-sacrifice, I guess a little bit too, which I mean, we can yeah. call it silence, but you know, you, she, she was willing to die to protect this secret. Yep. And I feel like there's been other things we've seen. Faithful Henry. Yeah. Was, was also, you know, willing to die. I mean, I think he technically, if he told, yeah, well, if he told what was actually happening, then he was going to die, but he was, right. he was silent. He was willing to, he knew he was either going to die or he was going to turn into a statue, but was, uh, perfectly willing to, <laughs> He'd do what he had to do to save his king. Question about that. That just occurred okay. to me. At what point did he learn that he could come back to life if the young king beheaded his sons and sprinkled his statue with their blood? Is he the one that tells them? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's the, the, the statue speaks to the young king. Oh. When, 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 you know, at some point he's he would sit and bemoan and, and, and wail and gnash his teeth. Um, at one point, the, the statue spoke to him. I don't know if it was literally or in his head or what. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a divine message. Yeah. But anyway, right. that's a different story. That's yeah. We yeah we we've uh, a story which we have already covered. Uh, but that's okay. Um, okay. Well, then that I think it was not a long story. No. So so I don't think we need to we need to stay too very long on that. <laughs> Sleep tight, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.